So, very good morning to each of you. Really appreciating the stillness and uh, your dedication. So I'd like to offer a few reflections and teachings around the theme of Anicca, picking up a little bit from Jeannie's talk on Monday. And just again, uh, just to highlight that aspect of our experience. And as always, feeling free to let the heart listen what might be uh, resonant uh, just to appreciate the chance to be together and and listen to some teachings to encourage us in our practice so um, this great uh, insight theme this experience which when it's I realized very deeply and closely and repeatedly and uh, yeah, it has the power to free the heart from dukkha. So yeah, just sensing that that power that it has, and maybe even you know modestly at times, just sensing while we're while we're together, if you like, a sense of uh, changing nature of your experience, and just sort of priming the interest, which is often the way I find helpful, rather than thinking a lot about it or kind of rushing around looking for it or waiting until the great you know firework goes off uh, you can just today or part of the day or sit just prime the mind someone say yeah a suggestion can we feel can we open to the knowing of anicca so it can just be a gentle suggestion to the mind um, so, so many different ways perhaps that we naturally become aware of this in our life, you know, 
big ways, small ways, the meal begins and it ends, breath arises and passes, a single step arises and passes, thoughts appear and disappear, we can, so many opportunities, so I think part of the shift that happens naturally in our practice, see if this bears out in your experience Um, so as the mind and the heart and the body settle they they naturally are tuning into anicca this is kind of what I was saying about anatta a week or so ago if you're at ease chances are you're more in harmony with the truth of life at this level, this very deep level. You're more likely, more in harmony with the truth of, yeah, the actuality of anicca, permanence. So again, just interesting kind of sensing how it is a natural process which really struck me in Jeannie's talk was a natural unfolding here. So, um, we can notice changes, you know, as we're walking. We can play a little bit with noticing the, what I call the this isn't that of experience. Kind of specific qualities, or you know, moving, or hardness, or uh, stillness, or whatever it might be. That this isn't that, and then we can. It gives a very simple shift just to be aware of 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 a Nietzsche. It's like a sort of figure ground shift. So it's like a we can know, okay, this is happening, sensation, thoughts. But we can also sometimes just tune to, it's all an Anicca. That's what it all has in common. Conditioned phenomena. Right? So that's one of the ways I like to, to reflect and to kind of see. You know, to kind of. So I feel like for many of us, much of the time there's a you know, we kind of get fascinated with this isn't that so there can be this interest in can I open to the fluidity the, the changing nature and without it being a big shift or a different practice it's just you know, maybe just again priming the interest and then maybe just naturally at times in our day in a sit in a Walking in the meal, where we're just like, oh, that, that is felt and known. You know, sometimes it strikes me as the goneness of things, like it's a very, uh, very intimate, almost kind of uh, very non verbal sense of, whoa, the goneness 
of breakfast. It's really gone. So maybe maybe different for you. But you know, some some people talk about on retreat, you know, st- how helpful it is to see the changing nature of moods, mind states. So again, we're naming and noting, and recognizing specific specificity of phenomena, but also this is. Yeah, again, I think it happens naturally as, as the mind, when the mind has more ease. We can rest in open awareness. Just again, noting whatever presents itself in consciousness to consciousness and sort of relaxing into sense of flow of it all and I sometimes if there's any you know stuck phenomena or repetitive or other, even that also is impermanent <laughs> so that can be really helpful everything is energy energy is moving Nothing is fixed. And we can directly know this. It's a wondrous possibility for a human being. So I have some teachings uh, I'll just yeah, put on the board. I just want to share one, one of my favorite ones on impermanence which just points to, again, the kind of liberating potential which we can taste, you know, we can taste in the most ordinary moment, here and now. So this is from Tsonga Jamyung Kense. If one knows that everything is impermanent, one does not grasp and if one does not grasp one will not think in terms of having or lacking and therefore one lives fully If one knows that everything is impermanent, one does not grasp. And if one does not grasp, one will not think in terms of having or lacking. And therefore, one lives fully. So just want to share a couple more 
uh, pieces. But maybe just pausing and feeling, opening to your experience. Sound of my voice, it's impression, rising and passing. Sound of the sound system, fluctuating, vibrating. Just opening to the sense of it's like the, the change that we can feel here and now. We don't have to think about it. It's just how it is. So I wanted to share an image I sometimes use and teach, which um, again connecting with Jeannie's talk, or that kind of is a, 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 just one example of how um, the contemplation of change is a can be a vehicle for for relinquishment, for letting go. For giving it all back to nature. Giving it all back. Whatever we think we own. Giving it all back. So I I really love this way of thinking about it. Yeah, giving it all back. before it goes back anyway. So this there's an, an image an image of a river. Again if you want to you can join me in imagining what it might be like to sit like the Buddha clearly did. This, you can see it in his teachings sitting by a river, watching the river. Mm -hmm. So that can be one, if you could say, mode of contemplation. A sense of observing, of watching, Um, either the river or just the flow of our own experience. And I'll be picking up on this again tomorrow evening. And then another mode, I, I don't well, yeah, there are also crossing, right? entering the river, entering the stream. And sometimes for me that feels like a very pertinent image, that sense of as we 
enter our practice, we encounter the you know the push, the currents, the flow of different phenomena, pushing, pulling, entering the stream, entering the stream of experience, the stream of Dhamma. So we're not kind of holding ourselves so separate from it, right? We're kind of in it. Not having to stop the flow in order to find our Dharma footing. Again, you could stay for a long time with any of these. Um, but, and sometimes uh, maybe as we have a sense, maybe in, in samadhi, in jhana, being immersed in, being washed by the river, of being kind of cleansed and bathed in good energy, the cleansing quality of water. So we're being washed and cleansed and whole body, whole being. So again, we're entering still further into the river and surrendering surrendering some of our sense of being a solid, separate self. And then maybe just one last image of dissolving into the river. Just that, sometimes that sense of boundarylessness, of non-separation. Just being the flow of experience. And the ease and peace that can rise from that. there and that's plenty for now just again wish you a very very beneficial way a day of practice and um, yeah really encourage a sense of staying close to your own experience and your own thread of, of Dhamma and May our, may our practice be a blessing in our lives, in the lives of those we meet and in the life of the world.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.